So we have started. We have started. Have, have, we have started. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Anything happened since uh, the last uh, show? Uh, no, you know, just another week, uh, another handful of puzzles. Normal. Another normal week living in the same place? Yeah, still, uh, you know, living uh, in 2011 uh, <laughs> outside of Syracuse, New York, uh, enjoying my first year teaching at Syracuse University. Fantastic. Um, yeah, you know, my wife still lives in New York, and... Uh, and oh, that's yeah, right, you're doing the long-distance oh, commute. That's right, and we still yes. you know, long to have a family, and maybe someday. Oh, I, ho- I hope someday that will happen for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. What's going yes. on with you? Are you still uh, enjoying life in New York City? Yes, yes. It's been it's been a, a cold uh, winter. Yeah, yeah. I bet. It, uh, but Queens is great. Sure. I you, you uh, guys enjoyed... own an apartment, right? You own you right, own your we, place. We live in this apartment that we bought um, a year ago. Or <laughs> <laughs> that, that math sounds. Believable. Uh, it's great. I'm looking out my window and I can see the Chrysler Building. Really? And, uh, yes. Really? From, yes. from really? Jackson Heights, Queens, you can see the Chrysler Building. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, it, well, it's a nice, it's it's a landmark. Yeah, well, really. you guys got a great view. Yes, we yeah. do have a great view. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, everything pretty much is the same. Going to school still right absolutely you have those online teachers that you love so much well i've transferred since transferred to queen's college Oh, that's right do you study with uh jeffrey schwartz of the jets i I, you know what he doesn't teach at queen's college (laughs) oh he doesn't i'm sorry i think he teaches at queen's borough oh okay this up before i you know what my memory is uh fading you know now that I'm um, uh, I'm 37, it's hard to remember stuff. <laughs> yeah, gosh, 40 is just around the corner for yeah, the both of us. I know, I know. Yes, I can't imagine yes. turning 40. Wow. Either can I. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking film classes. I long to have some sort of uh, job in the film industry. Some sort some, of job. Just some, some sort, sort of job. job. Any, I mean, I'd really take anything at this point. Would you be a gaffer? Yeah, uh, I could be a gaffer. Or a or a or a grip, a key grip. I could be. I well, let's let's <laughs> uh, let's keep our aspirations. I'm, I'm ambitious for you. I, I only want the I best. I, I appreciate best. it. What about craft uh, services? Yes. Could you work in craft services? Isn't that a you thing? You know what? I, I, yeah, it is. A, well, it definitely is a thing. I think I. You know, I like food. Yes. Um, but I think I'd probably snack too much. Ah. Uh. I have actually, I, I actually don't know this, and, and since you're studying film, you, you probably do. Craft That's services, probably. is it like lowercase c craft, or is it like capital K craft? It is lowercase c. See, and I've, I've often wondered if it was capital K craft, that it would be like craft brand foods, like they own the service industry in Hollywood, and so they, all they, food they services come through them. They probably tried. I mean, they, you can you can get craft products on a craft service table. But that's just a that's just a coincidence of language. It is a coincidence of language. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just imagining that I'm a <laughs> coincidence of language. There it is. Um, I'm just imagining that like the the food services table has like these heaping bowls of bad macaroni and cheese and like Velveeta singles. Uh. They, they, there's always cheese. 
Well, Kraft right? specializes in cheese, though. I mean, well, they do. So, yeah. I mean, it 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 really it's something that should happen. But do you see why I could be confused? I absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be confused. I'm saying that you should be confused. Well, excellent. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. But but the the reality remains that that craft services is lowercase c. Lowercase c. That is just okay. the reality. But it's still all about food, right? It's not about other crafts. It's not like arts and crafts. It's just no. Well, I think craft uh, uh, that that. That applies to the craft of acting, the craft of directing a movie, and so they are oh, servicing. Oh, this is food that services the people who are plying their craft. Exactly. I see. I, I swear to God, I really like. I'm not making a joke here. <laughs> I honestly had no idea that that was that that was how it made sense. I really that, didn't. That is that is how it made sense. You understand my entire my entire employment in the film industry is limited almost exclusively to being an extra in the natural. Right. That was it. Which I is mean, a great movie. It is a great movie. I shared the screen with Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know. Uh, so. Well, I, my, my entire uh, career in the movie, movies is being an extra. I was an extra in a, in a number of movies, but still an extra. But you were a professional actor doing extra work. I was a child visiting Buffalo, New York, and just sort of <laughs> wandered into the stadium. I mean, and, I, and yet, and yet, the, the our career arc has been pretty, pretty much the same. Well, I guess that's probably true. <laughs> but then again, so my—I mean, my fame is working with Robert Redford, and yours was getting tickled by Charlize Theron. Yes, I was tickled right. by Charlize Theron. I know. Gosh, I, I cannot wait until she's in uh, uh, the more movies in the coming years. I know she'll probably do some neat things. She seems to have a lot of potential. She 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 does seem to have a lot of potential. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's very nice. She did tickle my stomach. I feel like we've talked probably talked about this on the show before. Yes, yes. I don't remember which episode. I'm sure that we could check the old spreadsheet. You know, Crosscan spreadsheet is. Yes. I mean, no doubt has that reference to Charlize Theron. Yes, up up there in Canada, which which uh, still uh, part of of nor- the North American continent. It, that it has is. Changed. That has not changed. It's, yes. Uh, I, I'm I'm counting on it being there for quite some time. It, prob- it probably will be. I invest in Canada remaining part of this continent. Much, much like I will probably remain in Queens for my entire life, Canada will be part of North America for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. And just as much as I may move back to New York if this first year of teaching doesn't pan out, uh, you know, I, I, I might not stay in Syracuse. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. You never know very, what the future may say. hold. You don't. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, here we are in, in March 2011. Like, yes. we have no idea what might be happening in no you know, idea four at all. years. In, in four years and three weeks. Yes. Who, who's going to be president? Who's going to be president in April of 2015? We have no, no way of knowing. We really don't. No. None whatsoever. No. Because election year is... 2012. So that's so that's like a year and a half away. Yeah, so we're going to have to pick a new president, I think. Right? We we're, we're, well, or or remain with the old one. Well, I guess we could stick with Obama if we think he's doing okay. We we could. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, anyway, uh, that's that's uh that's, that's, that's how we started. That's, that's how that's, we started. That... That's agenda <laughs> 1, right? Agenda 1. So here's the deal. So we've been doing this wrong the entire time. Have we? Agenda is a is a singular item in an agenda. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think we've been doing it wrong, though. I mean, I, I okay, like the I like the clarification, but this is Latin. It, this is Latin. It's it's the uh, it's 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 Latin is uh, there's masculine, feminine, and neuter, and uh, neuter. <laughs> talking about Latin, neutral? or are we talking about cats? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the third case? There's masculine, feminine, and something else. It's not neuter. I don't think it's, <laughs> it's neuter. It's not neuter. What is it? It's uh, <laughs> it's the third thing. I don't know what it is, but in the third one, it's. Uh, uh, the nouns that end in U-M are pluralized by changing U-M to A. Okay. Right? So, sure. agendum is a singular and agenda is a plural. So I think right. it's fine. But We've been referring to the entire table of contents of the day as the agenda. The collected right. agendums. Right. So it's, right. it's like Asia. Exactly. I think that, like, China is an Asiam. And, right. And, uh, Vietnam is in Asia, and so on. And collectively, they're Asia. I think that's how it works, yeah. Yeah, I think that's how it works, too. Seems right. Well, aren't aren't the East Asian languages derived from Latin as well? Uh, I think everything's derived from Latin. I'm pretty sure the dinosaurs spoke Latin, and then they passed it on to the humans, and and then it was like 100 years ago or so, people decided to get creative. Isn't that how... uh, creationism like, works <laughs> i mean i don't know I, I i don't follow that theory so i, I don't really know right speaking of a hundred years in a couple of years the hundredth anniversary of the crossword puzzle will be uh, uh upon us i think that that's true i think uh isn't somebody writing a book about the hundredth anniversary of the crossword is I, that i believe ben so is writing a book I, be, I believe he he is i believe it is ben Tausig. i think it's ben Tausig did writing i a book am i writing his his thesis? I think at some point you were writing his thesis, but I think he uh, I think he already got his doctorate. Or he's about to get his doctorate or something so like that. So he didn't well, so he didn't need the thesis I he wrote. He might not have he might be smart enough that he did not need your thesis. It's possible. We never really followed I, up with that. Uh which we is, didn't follow up which with is that. unfortunate because you know, I I think Ben's a great guy. I think I, I think he's a great guy. He is. We should have followed and up with that. We should have. Because the, the onion puzzle is no more. But that's been no more for a while. Really? I've kind of lost track of where things happened on the calendar of time. <laughs> so fine. Maybe we should just move on. Why we should we, be why careful. Don't we, why don't we open up the viewer mail? Should we back? actually introduce the show with our theme music first? Uh, oh, oh, I can't my. believe you, you, you have no interest in our, <laughs> our award-winning I'm sorry, I'm, podcast I'm theme little, music. I'm a little... Uh, woo. I'm a little uh, uh, out of it. Yes, let, yes. For everybody who is looking forward to it now, please sit back and listen to Jag on a Hank. Love it. Brilliant Love work. Jag on a I know. It's, yes. it's a classic. It's a classic. It is a, <laughs> it is a classic of Crossword Podcast <laughs> themes. There should be a uh, Sporkle quiz. Can you name all the Crossword Podcast theme music titles? Do you do Sporkle? I do do Sporkle. You know what? I, I do, and, and then I get a little bit uh, too into it, yeah. and so I back off. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I get addicted to the badges. Like, I, I need that sense of accomplishment. Well, yeah, that, that's how they get you. I know it's how they get you, and, and they but got me. You, you... Just will have done a Sporkle quiz. You will have just uh, published one in 
soon. <laughs> yes? Uh, you know, I really hope someday that uh, <laughs> I, I will enjoy publishing a Sporkle quiz. I hope what? that someday the front page of Sporkle will feature a quiz of mine, even if it's something mundane and trivial, like, you know, I don't know, two-letter words that are legitimate by the Scrabble Dictionary. Um, I mean, cool. Even if it's I... something stupid like that, I hope someday. I once will have looked forward to that. Absolutely, and I, I once will have enjoyed it. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Viewer mail. Opening it up. We've got viewer uh, mailbag. Yeah, we've got a bunch of viewer mail. Um, I we mean, have a ton of viewer mail. I mean, actually, we opened up the bag this week, and there are literally over 2,000 messages. So clearly... Uh, our last episode must have been hugely popular because we've gotten... We touched a nerve. We definitely did, but we thought we would pick a few highlights. It looks yes. like maybe we have seven that we were going to uh, share. Yes. Yeah, that yes. seems about so, right. Do you want to uh, go first? The first sure. Uh, the first one is from Christine Yao. We haven't heard from Christine Yao before. Uh, she says, nice day, dear friend. Oh, well, the, uh, sorry, the, the, the subject line is uh, uh, Walmart Vendor Expandable Garden Hose Zay Jing Feihu Plastic Co. This looks like it's probably from uh, the Asia of China. Yes? Uh, probably. It seems, it seems so. In fact, I think Christine says so early in her message. Oh, she does. Yeah. Uh, nice day, dear friend. Hope this email finds you well. Smiley face. This is Christine, a lovely girl from China, Zhejiang. Zhejiang is always oh, a manufacturer of hose for more than 20 years. Um, and then she's just asking us for some uh, samples. Um, well, and she does say uh, that, that she gathers from our website that we specialize in coil garden hose. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, your company has been specializing in coil garden hoses for years. Uh -huh. uh, which, I mean, that's true. Uh, we don't talk about it much on the show, but uh, the Be More Smarter Industries includes, um, you know, includes a small business that specializes in coil garden hoses. Is there another type of garden hose besides, besides one that coils? Um, I don't don't know. they all? Isn't that how you put them away? You wrap right. them around the thing. I think that's how you're supposed to put them away. I sometimes just like crumple them in a heap and put them away that way. You know, I just throw them into the. Uh, well, I don't have a garage yet. Um, I, I guess I, I put them in the closet somewhere. Yes. Well, I, <laughs> maybe I next year I'll have a garage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I as well do not have a garage, but I once will have looked forward to having one, and once will I do, I will have. I will wrap the hose in a coil. Yeah. You know, if someday I happen to live in a house that has a garage and has a front yard and a backyard, um, I might want to have one or maybe even two coil garden hoses. So this is good. So thank you, Christine. Yeah. Yow. Yeah. Thank you very much, Christine. It's good to yes. hear from you. Always good to hear from you. Always um, good to hear from you. I'm actually have. I said we had seven. I'm having trouble looking at two of these. Um, so I'm, okay. we might only have five. But unless you okay. can figure it out. But we also heard from Dragon Uniform. Oh, right. Um, Dragon Uniform, uh, I, I don't know if that's his name or just the email address, but uh, do you have any need for making Sopperware as your office uniform? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the problem? Uh, well, well, we should get a uniform, don't you think? I think we should. I think I we think should. Otherwise, it's hard it to tell that we work together. It is hard to right? tell. I mean, other um, than the fact that we wear glasses and have beards, like that's that's really all we've got unifying us. 
Right. I mean, we have rhyming so, names, and we do crossword puzzles. We do have rhyming names. We do crossword puzzles. But other than that... Um, so, uh, Dragon goes on to say, uh, the price of our software is ranged from SGD 3.1 to SGD 4.3 per piece. That's uh, not bad for a Singapore dollar. No, that's a pretty good price, I think, for software per piece. Yes, um, per piece. You know, so we can't get that many pieces, but we could still get a few. Right. Uh, besides, our biggest advantage is our MOQ starting from 50 pieces only. It is so flexible. Do we know what MOQ stands for? I don't, but it's so flexible. So I'm... Minimum order quantity. Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> it's just something I think I just figured it out. <laughs> wow, that's really good. <laughs> Um, and and Dragon tells us if you forward your designer logo to us, we can help you to make a drawing free of charge. A drawing of the oh of, uh, of the our logo. Uh, oh, I think okay. it's that we can put our logo on their software. Okay, that's what I think it is. Great. And, so there's a uh, bunch of links at the bottom, which in, uh, we will click later on. Yeah, there's one to a website, one to a Facebook, and one to an Alibaba. Have you, do you shop at Alibaba? No, I have no idea what it is. I thought Alibaba was like, and the 40 Thieves, or and the Thousand One Nights, or something like that. But I think um, I, I think it's also a, a, a bazaar, an online bazaar of, of wares. B-A-Z-A-A-R bazaar? Or B-I-Z-A-R-R-E bazaar? The former. The former. So the like, former. A, like a mall. Uh, like a mall, but online. An online mall. An online mall. Okay. All right. I don't uh, know our next, uh, next viewer mail comes from M. Thompson at Vianet.ca, which I guess is Canada. Uh, I guess so. Crosscan, do you know M. Thompson? <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, there's no subject for this one. He just says, I need your assistance on a project. That sounds great. Well, I mean, we're, we're helpful, capable people. Uh, we are. You know, M., we'd love to help you. Absolutely. So yeah. if you could just give us a touch more details. Yeah, a little more information would help us help you. Yes. Right. Otherwise, Perfect. it's going to be tricky to get that started, I think. <clears throat> it, it will be super tricky. Uh, we got an email from Subin Sio, uh, who says, Attention, this ID makes you a lucky person of two trillion, five billion, zero million <laughs> in, no in Nokia, UK. And uh, apparently we're supposed to send our information to Tom West Miller uh, for that. So, um, wow. you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm leery of this because I, I can, I'm worried that I might get identity thefted someday. Like uh -huh. maybe, you know, twice in, in a matter of like two years from now. But uh -huh. um, so, no, I'm not actually going to pursue two trillion, five billion, zero million in Nokia, UK. You know what? I think I will, though. Okay. I think you should. It might help. Well, Nokia is a big company, and I feel like and they UK is a big country. Spare. It is. Yeah. It so, is. So, so that's probably good. Looks like the planets and are And you know what? If you, if you were to uh, you know, receive a windfall of good fortune like that, it might help you someday, I don't know, embark on a journey to perhaps, uh, I don't know, launch an independent movie theater or something. Who, like, who knows? Who knows? But that could be a lot of fun. I could certainly use the money. Absolutely. Who could Always. Who, who couldn't use that money? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, our next viewer, viewer mail is from Selena Diao. Uh, power LED lights. Dear Mr. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of us is that? Uh, I'm not sure. 
Uh, wish you have a nice day. Uh, so glad to know you are on the market for LED light. Of course, we are. Here Always. are some hot LED lights for your reference. Hope you like them. Yeah. Uh, they got the classic series, a new series, dimmable and undimmable, stylish housing. Um, you know, once, so once yeah. you have the option for dimmable lights, like, I can't even imagine undimmable lights. I just feel like... Well, here's... No, no, go here's on. The... Here's the problem. that So everybody's going to these LED lights and uh, CFLs and whatnot, but they don't dim very well. Oh, don't you need they? A special, they? You need a special uh, dimmer. Like the, your normal dimmer will not dim a, a, a one of these new lights. Oh, I, I guess I didn't realize that. Yes, I, I have uh, come uh, run up against this problem. Have you? Uh, in... in uh, in, I might, or I might in the future. <laughs> you might come up against this problem. Yeah, I, I might, uh, you know, I have normal lights. Uh, what what are normal lights? These are LED lights, but what do I? I have like bulbs. Like what are those? Right. So I don't understand the whole the whole industry of this because when you when you get one of these bulbs, one of these new bulbs, it says will will last fifteen years, fifteen year lamp bulb life. Right. Sure. It says something ridiculous. That's so way once longer, everybody yeah. buys them. Uh, who? How, how do they continue to make money? Yeah, that's a really good point because they you have like that in, that initial wave of you know of market surplus. You know, like everybody's there. We're right. all buying lights, and then a month later, where are your customers? They're satisfied right. for the next fifteen years. Right. So how does that work? I don't know. Maybe they have. Oh gosh, I mean, maybe they have like other businesses that they explore in the meantime, and it's on a cycle. Um, maybe they have, you know, maybe garden hoses have a 15 year lifespan. And so they spend a little time on light bulbs, then a little time on garden hoses and they go through enough projects that take 15 Uh years and then you get to start over again. I don't, I mean, it's just a theory. It's a lot of, it's a lot of plate spinning. Uh, it is. That's There's another business plate spinning. They might go with that. (laughs) Well, I would imagine that if you're selling spinnable plates that people aren't going to be very good at them at first. So those those probably don't have a 15-year lifespan and have to well, be replaced once, more often. But once you're good at it, you don't drop them anymore. I guess that's true. So so maybe the plate spinning takes a little bit more of their time than the light bulbs or the garden hoses. But again, uh, they'll run out of steam. Well, I, I, think, I think obviously with plate spinning, it's all about customer acquisition. You have to continue to, to supply the new customers... Yeah. replenish the new customers so you have people who are breaking the plates. Right, because you kind of rely on the plate breaking in order to maintain some status of uh, financial success. If people right. aren't breaking the plates, then people aren't buying the plates. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Exactly. Uh, another business that perhaps we'll look into. Maybe so. I think I think that's the end of our viewer mail, isn't it? Well, we have we have two extras. Well, we do have two uh, extras, but I can't read them. I can't seem to open them. Oh well, can I, you I, open them? Not, there are. I put them on the agenda. It's under agendum two. Oh, I see. Agendum two, indeed. Those, are those so aren't are those viewer mail? Oh, I see. Oh, I got you. Yep. The first one is a is a contest of now answer from Eric Peterson. Eric, the great Eric Peterson. Yes. Uh, EP two. This to us. Uh, at a time that yeah, I don't understand. He sent it to us a year from now, I think. Yes. Very strange. Uh, and the, the answer is Acting One, Antigone, and then, of course, the code word Papelbon. Papelbon. 
Papelbon. Papelbon. Papelbon. I wonder if I wonder if Papelbon will uh, will will enjoy his time in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, I think he's going to be a, a a a Red Sox for life. Oh, oh, wait. He hasn't he hasn't gone to Philadelphia. I thought he I... signed a free agent contract with Philadelphia. Oh, had he done that? I'm not sure. Uh... Um, um, let's, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Hmm. You know what? You're, you, you I think you're right. He's going to remain a Red Sox for life. <laughs> I'm sure he won't sign a free agency contract with Philadelphia, um, sometime this winter <laughs> in, in about nine months. Wow. Um, I, I'm sure he won't do that. Um, you know, why would he do that in, in, in this coming November? <laughs> Man, I am just uh, so confused today. I apologize. It, it, uh, yeah, it's got. It must be all of the snow. It must be. There's so much snow uh, uh, here in Syracuse. Indeed, as there is here in Queen, the borough of Queens, yes, New York indeed. City. Well, that so Eric Peterson answered the contest of now acting one Antigone Papelbon, and, and that was a tough contest. That was you take a class, you take a class like a class at a school. Right, you right. you drop the you, you drop a letter, you drop a letter, and, and then rearrange you get, some things. You get uh, you get a a thing that you might study in that class. Yes, yes. You drop one letter, you rearrange the letters, and then you get the name of a book you might study in that class. Yes, that's what we think the puzzle is. <laughs> <laughs> that was submitted by. Probably uh, like Peter Gordon Peter or somebody, Gordon. sextuple Peter threat Gordon. and commissioner of the world. Yes, Peter um, commissions everything. You. Peter, so Eric, you have you have one because that's the only answer we've been able to find. Yeah. <laughs> so, congratulations, congratulations, Eric. Have one. Your the prize that we told you last week would happen is has, on its way. Yeah, I think. What are we giving him as a prize? Uh, a wave, I think. We're going we're gonna to wave. Um, we will. Yeah. Sounds good. And then a bit of uh, sad news. Um, oh, yeah, this Amy, is a bummer. It is a bummer. Uh, Amy Goldstein will not be attending Lollapazoola 012. No, Amy will not be attending Lollapazoola in 2012. I mean, of course, we haven't yet had Lollapazoola in 2011 no. here, but it's I, Amy plans ahead, and so she knows she won't be there even next summer. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, appreciate I think it's great. Planning. It's great. I mean, I know Peter Gordon plans ahead. He always knows when his daughter's going to camp, and yes, uh, yes. and so Peter's it's in fact, yeah, he's already told me that uh, Lollapazoola in 2015 he will not be able to attend, uh, which is a bummer because I I kind of imagine that by 2014 he might uh, be having fun solving puzzles with down clues only. And might even finish second in that division in 2014. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, it anything's possible. possible right? Anything is possible. Yeah. I think you proved that, yeah, that is... in the last 10 to 15 minutes. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, so that's the end of your mail. It is. I think you should close should it up. Clo- yeah. Viewer mail. Closing it up. So we have a uh, contest of now. Contest of now. Did we refer to that one as the contest of then? I can't remember now if we misspoke. That uh, was the contest of then. Spoken. This that is the contest, contest of now. The contest of now. now we got this from uh, Patrick El Blindito Blindauer. 
Um, he sent it to us just a couple days ago, in fact. Yeah, just a couple days ago. And uh, here's the contest. What one-word musical becomes the name of a major playwright when you add a letter to the end of it? So, for example, if there were a major playwright whose name was Rento, you could take the musical Rent and add an O, and you would get Rento. So, but there is no, there is no uh, playwright named Rento. There's no playwright named Rento. There is At least a no mu- famous playwright. The, but there is a musical named Rent. Yes, there is a musical yes. of Rent. I'm yes. not a huge fan of Rent. No, in fact, if uh, if this is in fact, uh, hmm, trying to just do some calendrical math, but I'm pretty sure if we are in March 2011, <laughs> I I just finished doing Rent. And how uh, did that go? Uh, I think it went very well. Um, I played piano for it uh, with Syracuse Stage, and uh, yeah, I think it went very nice. well. Oh, good. Well, that is uh, yes, good one to of, hear. One of the performers, a couple of the performers in it uh, uh, might very well be on Broadway a few years from now. Really? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of imagine that Carly Hughes, who's very talented uh, and played Joanne, uh, could someday, maybe if there was ever a revival of Pippin, you know, she might play the leading player at some point. Why um, wouldn't there be a revival of yeah, Pippin? Why wouldn't there, you know? So she right. might do that. Is it, do you, do you, was it anything to do with your tutelage? Uh, no, I didn't really do any tooting on this show. This was uh, this was not with school. This was with the the regional theater company that's affiliated with the school. Right. Um, so right. I didn't so really, you were just I just played playing piano. piano. Yeah, that was it. That was my gig playing oh. piano. All right. Um, do you have your keyboard uh, he, he, there here in the room with us? Uh, a keyboard on which to play music. Are Are we in the same room? We is, are. Is well, the, we we are in one of our remote studio A configurations. Oh, that's right. We're, right. we're not in the same room. No, because we're I'm in Syracuse room. and you're in Queens. That's right. So we're I'm doing sorry. this uh, episode via Skype. Right. That's yeah. right. But uh, I think compared to other recent Skype-driven episodes, this one's not bad. <laughs> no. I mean, in I terms think... of like real-time conversation and audio quality, I think we're doing okay. I think I think comparatively, yeah, it's not. Bad. It's not bad. <laughs> um, so now we have a we have a bit of a. Of a, of, a, of a problem with the next agenda. Well, the next agenda does seem to require uh, the, the, uh, some fluctuation with the space-time continuum, does it not? <laughs> so why don't we just jump ahead... Four years? To, uh, four years, very quickly, and just do an ACPT wrap-up, because the ACPT just happened... Are and we actually going to confirm what we're talking this four-years thing, just in case there's anybody who really doesn't understand... Do you do you do you think we should, do you want to skip ahead to agendum six, and then why don't we do agendum six? That'll help us get to uh, four years. Okay. Uh, why don't we do agendum six, and then we'll do agendum four, agendum five, and then and then agendum seven. Then we seven. can go on. That okay, sounds fine. Go. All right. Agendum six is where are they now? I know. And that refers to the fact that we are now at actually in two thousand and. 15. Yes, today is in fact Easter Sunday, April 5th, 2015. The beginning of the baseball season. When was uh, the last time the baseball season started on Easter? When was the last time the baseball season started in April? Well, yeah, it's been starting in March, hasn't it? Has, it has, yeah. I feel like Easter is super early this year. Is it? Like it's crazy early. Earlier than it was last year. Because last year was on the 20th. I think so. It was on last pot, year pot smoking day. That's Four, right. 420, right? Isn't that pot smoking day? It is. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, last year was 2014, not 2010. 
It was not. It uh, is. It is currently April two thousand fifteen, and uh, and we are on Agendum Six. Where are they now, Ryan Hecht and Brian Sennett? What have they been doing for the last four years? Yes. Uh, and and why why don't we get to hear about it on a regular basis anymore? Right. And so should we start off with why we're doing this? Sure. <laughs> do you do Maybe you know why? <laughs> do you know why we're doing this? So. Well, I guess it all kind of stemmed from the ACPT. The ACPT just just happened like two weeks ago, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. That sounds, that uh, sounds right. The 51st, 31st, uh, 32nd? The 30-something. It was actually the first uh, ACPT since we started doing this that we that neither of us was able to attend. No, and it was the 38th. The 38th. It was the what? 38th ACPT. I feel uh, like we were just at the, the the last time we were at was a big uh, 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 there was a big thing about how it was a uh, a big anniversary. Well, I think I maybe I'm, the last one that you were at might have been the thirty fifth. That was the last one I was at. So that I mean, and and we we pretend we in the world pretend that numbers divisible by five are more important anniversaries than others, which I don't understand. There's no pretending about it. They actually are. Well, no, not really. It's just because we operate in a base 10 world. I mean, if this was a base 8 world, it would be an entirely different counting system. So the 32nd. Maybe. Uh, did, did, you ever, did you ever hear that, uh, that Tom Lehrer song, New Math? Do you know that song? I don't. Tom Lehrer. Do you know who Tom Lehrer was? I do. I do know who Tom Lehrer don't, don't get Don't get all, all upset. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm actually getting excited. I, I think Tom Lehrer was <laughs> awesome. I, I love Tom was. Lehrer. And so this song, New Math, you know, he, he uh, basically solved a subtraction problem to music. And uh, he, so he does the subtraction problem and sings the whole thing. And then at the end of it, he says, so that's not really the right answer because the book I got this problem out of wants you to solve it in base eight. And so then he solves the problem again to music, but does it in base eight. And it's a very wow. clever piece of music. It's a lot of fun. I'm sure it is. Yes. Uh, Sorry, you, random sidetrack. Uh, no, no, uh, sidetrack away. <clears throat> so, so it wasn't the. It was the thirty, the thirty seventh, which is which is a prime number well, as far as I'm concerned. Two, two weeks ago, I think was the thirty eighth. Oh well, that's not a prime number. It is not prime. No. Has, no. Well, then the last one I the, I was the last ACPT that I attended was two years ago so it was 36th okay i was there last year i was was at the 37th though i didn't compete it was the first time i didn't compete i was a judge last year right um this year you didn't go at all this year i couldn't go the the last few years um because of course contrary to you know earlier minutes of this podcast i'm still in syracuse uh the last few years the acpt has coincided with one of one end or the other of my spring break. And so I'm not in classes or rehearsals or anything, and I was able to do it. This year, it did not line up with spring break. And I'm in rehearsal for a show. I'm doing Avenue Q, mm-hmm. and I'm directing Avenue Q, so I really can't take any time off. Um, and the weekend that the ACPT happened, I was just swamped with rehearsals for Avenue Q and auditions for things for a year from now, and I just couldn't get away. I couldn't go. Couldn't get away. No, it was a real bummer. I wanted to go. So the, the so the the reason why we're doing this right now is that so, so the ACPT happened. There was a lot of 
buzz and whatnot on Facebook, and then it came to our, our attention. I didn't know about this at all. I think you had some sort of inkling of it that um, Jeffrey Crosscan Krasnick, uh, keeper of the spreadsheet, yes. keeper of the spreadsheet, uh, and is that Eric, his name? It's something be. with the spreadsheet, probably. Uh, and Eric Peterson, Eric Peterson. Um, created this this uh, archive site of Fill Me In. Yeah. I kind of like to think of it and as a tribute site or a fan site. It yeah, makes, it a, makes me feel like a celebrity. A... <laughs> if it's an archive site, well, then it's just sort of like, you know, somebody found my old stuff and put, <laughs> put it, it up. You know, like, look, museum artifacts. All right, but why don't we call it a tribute site? Let's call it a tribute and, site. And so it was uh, quite flattering, I, oh, yeah. I, I must say. And um, I will so say decided... this. I will. Can I? Can I just say that I, I'm totally flattered. But yes, on the front page of it, there are three images uh-huh. that, when you mouse over them, they 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 balloon up or something like this. It's a little uh-huh. bit weird how that works. But the three pictures are a picture of me, uh-huh. a picture of you, yes, and a picture of Will Shorts. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, you know, Will's a great guy and I know he runs the ACPT and, and the New York Times and like uh-huh. owns puzzled him. But he didn't create Fill Me In. He, <laughs> like he's been on it a couple of times, but he's not even he like has. the league leader in Fill Me In appearances. You know, no. there's more people whose voice has been heard more often. There's more people whose name has been mentioned more often. And yet his is the picture that gets center stage on this uh tribute. Yeah, it site. is it is center. Yeah. And something else, if you mouse over my picture and it balloons up, there is a Sheesh Bensicar. <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs> sort of lurking in the background. I know, that was awesome. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Can we say, what's the name of the address for this site? Uh, okay, it is. There, there's no www, there's no http slash slash. It is just to start with fill me in, all one word, or it, it, or fill main, which yeah, <laughs> sounds it, like it, a noodle dish. Yeah, it's like low main, it's fill main. <laughs> Philmain.dreamhosters.com. That's D-R-E-A-M-H-O-S-T-E-R-S.com. Philmain.dreamhosters.com. Yes. And uh, so you can, they've done this amazing uh, site. Um, You can listen. Well, you know what? We've had, haven't had the best luck listening to anything. So we've, we tried, I use, um, I'm using Chrome on a Mac. And I've not been successful. I haven't tried other browsers yet. Have you? I've tried Chrome on a uh, PC running Windows 8. And there's these little <laughs> buttons that look like they should you should be able to press them and it should start playing. But the buttons don't seem to be live. So th- not a criticism, just an observation no. um, that it doesn't work. <laughs> that, no, it doesn't work. Uh, and I don't. We, we'd love it to work. Um, um, although I will say this, that I went to the podcast feed link. Um, I think I did. I did this the other day. Now it's trying to load. But I, I, I went to the podcast feed link, and then it – oh, no, that one – that isn't the one because that one just gave me XML code. There was something that sent me to iTunes, and I was able to actually download an episode. Oh, so under the episodes button, how to listen – and then right. uh, under Podcast that, feed. I think it was oh. either – no, I think I went to where it says maybe click here to subscribe in iTunes. And it opened up iTunes, and I was able to download episodes of the podcast from there. Oh, okay. Um, so that 
I was able to do that. It's 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 a little bit ironic that the one thing we could never figure out how to do, uh, which was make it happen on iTunes automatically, like they seemed to they got that they part. Figured it out. But okay, otherwise, there's other that. things that click that lead me to XML data, and so maybe uh, Eric Jeffrey, take a look at that and tell us what we're doing wrong. Because yes, because we don't know. We we'd love to to listen to them. Yeah. I haven't listened to them in 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 years because it's been so. Uh, I don't have copies of any of them. You don't? No. <laughs> you could have asked me. I have all of them. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. I get email I, from people every so often who are like, "I want to listen to your show. Send me a old podcast." And I actually have them in my Dropbox, like the full 136 episode set. Um, oh, you do? Yeah, the complete series. Fill me in the complete series. And uh, and I just send a link to it. It's like five gigs of stuff. Oh well, I should have um, asked you. Well, uh, remind me to ask you, uh, Ryan. Uh, don't forget to ask me for the link to the podcast series. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So that 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 we're, I think we we figured, we both felt that we were very flattered by this, and we felt like it it should at least be acknowledged by us because I don't think we've acknowledged it at all, um, publicly. Uh, no. So we want to to acknowledge it, and then we felt the best way to do it was to create this bonus episode. Yeah, and everyone yes. likes a good reunion episode. Yes, you know. everyone does. Yeah, I mean, and people have even asked for this over the years. Yes, you know, at, at past so, ACPTs or at past Lollapazulas, you know, every, people come up to me every time there, there's any time any type of crossword people get together and and say, "Are you and Ryan ever going to do another podcast? Are you guys going to do like a Where Are They Now episode? Anything like that?" And so and the answer is is yes. Yeah. I always We're thought that I always now. thought that we would. Yes. I always imagined that we would and I never really knew when or what would trigger it, but here it is. Turns out it was Easter it, 2015. That's, that's it. A couple of couple of Jews who don't know what the hell's up. <laughs> and we want to use Easter right. to celebrate. <laughs> so, Brian. Yes, Where Brian. are you now? I am in the smallest bedroom of the second floor of my house in Syracuse, uh-huh. New York. Um, I am uh, in the midst of my fifth year teaching musical theater at Syracuse uh-huh. University in the BFA program, and having a great time. Um, I really this job is terrific, and I'm really glad that I left New York City and started this second career as a teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been very very rewarding. But all of that is secondary to the most exciting thing that's happened in my life since our last podcast, which is that I have a wonderful two year old son named Oscar who is just the greatest thing that I have, have ever experienced in my life. That's awesome. Yeah, he is Oscar. fantastic. Oscar. He just turned two. He turned two in January, and uh, some people who have been to Lollapazoola or the ACPT in past years have no doubt met him. I've brought him to a couple of those events. In fact, at the last Lollapazoola, he helped hand out awards. He was very excited to help hand out awards. And In <laughs> fact, if you go to Facebook, if you go to the event page for Lollapazoola 8, I think the like I think the standard photograph that goes with that event is a picture of Oscar handing an award out to somebody. He didn't really understand what he was doing, so he would just come to the table, pick up a trophy, and then just walk away with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, lately, I have a couple of extra uh, trophies sitting here at home that you know I'll bring back to the next Lollapazoola. And Oscar sometimes comes and hangs out in this room with me and takes the trophies and hides them places and then comes back and tells me, Trophy, hide. And uh, <laughs> so then I have to go look for it. And, you know, there were five a week ago, and I think now there are three, and I, I don't really know what he does with them. And how is his uh, crossword solving? 
you know, it's great. Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't bring it. But just this morning, just this morning, I was trying to uh, do a couple of puzzles from this past week, and he had he took my pencil away from me and started solving the puzzle himself. I mean, it was a Saturday, and so he's you know he's uh-huh. very ambitious, but. Um, he didn't really get any of the answers right, but he did uh, obliterate most of the down clues by scribbling. So, <laughs> so I can't really read it anymore. Um, but he's working on it. He's working on it. And then I told him, I told him that it wasn't to color. He thought it, he was coloring, and I said, "Well, actually, I want to put letters in each of these boxes." And he started uh-huh. counting the boxes. So he was oh, telling really? me how. Yeah. So it was one, two, three, four, and he ca- he was counting the boxes. Well, that's that actually is a helpful skill. It is. It's great, you know, because that's the first thing I want to know when I do a Saturday puzzle is just how many boxes I'm I'm going to leave blank because Saturday's too hard for me. <laughs> so, so it's good that Oscar's there to help me figure out that very important statistic. And and uh, you have a wife. I do. My lovely, lovely wife, Tony. Um, Tony has been. Uh, you know, so I, I, I was with Tony for a long time, uh, you know, we were dating and then we got married and before we had Oscar. And I always knew that Tony would be amazing as a mom. Uh-huh. And I just never imagined how amazing she would be. And seeing her with Oscar is just, she is just the greatest, the absolute greatest. And there's a, a, a pretty high standard to, to, to get to there because my mom was the greatest. Right. Um, but uh, Tony exceeds that. Tony is amazing. And, and awesome. she takes such good care I, of Oscar and of me and just creates a wonderful environment for our family. And I, I am not surprised. I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. So things are all going very well, except for the snow. There is a, a lot of snow. This past winter, Syracuse finished like second or something in, you know, snowfall of the world. And... <laughs> There was a lot. We have a little deck on the side of our house that was, I mean, it was many, many feet deep of snow compiled over the winter. Uh-huh. And uh, it, the, the last week, the weather's gotten nicer, and so it's been melting, and so that's good. Um, and in fact, just the other day, I think t- Tony and Oscar were, were like, enough is enough. Most of the snow has melted, but I, I just want to see the deck. So they went out on the deck with shovels, and they uh-huh. shoveled off the deck. So I got home that night from school at like the driveway. There was this big pile of snow in the driveway because uh-huh. they had shoveled it off the deck and into the driveway. <laughs> and how is Oscar shoveling? Um, it, it leaves a little bit to be desired. I, I will be honest. <laughs> he, he wants to do it, and then mostly he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of things that I get involved in. <laughs> that you want to do it, and then you don't. And then I just don't. Yeah, that's, yes. that's you and Oscar, I think, would get along very well. I think we probably would. I haven't been able to spend a lot of time with Oscar. No, you met him uh, a couple of years ago, but he was not even walking yet, I think, when you met no, him. No, he wasn't doing much of anything. No, but uh, you should come to Lollapazoola this summer. Uh, it's a possibility. Yeah, you should. August 8th. A, a dim possibility, well, but a possibility nonetheless. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to take that as a, as, as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, just you can scratch out Amy Goldstein's name. That's right. You put, put me in or her you place. could just take her name tag. Right, I just, could. You could just be Amy Goldstein for the day because you've you've already made the name tag this early on. You know, we already have like fifteen people registered for it this nice. year. Nice, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. All right, so uh, I that's do want to say no. Now. I do. I, oh, we'll, we'll get to Lollapazoola later, and I'll say it then. Never mind. Yeah, that, that's agenda five. It is. We're only on agenda six. So, <laughs> so that's where <laughs> I am now, uh, Ryan. Where are you now? Where am I? I am no longer in Queens, although we still own our apartment in Queens. Oh, you do? Are you yes. you're renting it to someone? 
Yes, we are. I, I'm watching you on Skype, and you have tweezers. What? I do. What are you I doing? Do. Well, I have a I have a splinter. I, I I don't want to turn anybody off, but I have a splinter underneath my nail. Yeah, that, that I, hurts. I, this is gonna. I rubbed up against some wood yesterday. Yeah. And that doesn't and, sound uh, like a good idea. <laughs> and I ended up with a splinter, and I've been trying to get it out, but it's just too low down. Anyway, I am on the second, the smallest bedroom, in the second story of the house we're renting in Cloverdale, California, where uh, Catherine and I own a movie theater. That is awesome. That is where I am. That is awesome. Uh, It's the Clover Theater. You can uh, look it up at www.clovertheater.com. It's just a totally random thing that happened. The story is too long or complicated to get into now, but um, we ran a Kickstarter to uh, help open the theater, and many Crossword people... um, uh, donated. Yeah, yeah. You had a nice turnout on that Kickstarter. We did. We had a very nice turnout, yeah. and we, I donated. Um, you donated. I did. You, you. I, I folded you in into many crossword people donated. Ah, I see. Yes. I, I kind of um, thought it should have been, you know, many crossword people and Brian Simmet. Well, then that would have implied that you were not a crossword person. Well, yeah, I guess so. How about many crossword people, especially Brian Simmet? <laughs> Well, uh, you know what? Then that would have implied you gave more than anybody else. How about many crossword people, including Brian Simmet? That seems to be redundant. <laughs> to me. Fine, I'll uh, work on it. But yeah, so we're. How about if we credit my? How about if we credit my donation to my wife? She's not a crossword person. Okay. Many crossword people and Tony Carrington. Right. Well, that sort of. Well, no, that sort of implies that the only do- donations came from crossword people. And Tony Carrington. Man, you are petty about this. <laughs> but fine, please go on. So anyway, it's a, it's we own a movie theater, uh, and it, we're in Cloverdale. And the thing about when we first decided to do this, I was talking to a Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, a man about town, about it, and he said, "You know what? I think Angela Halstead, Puzzle Girl. I think she has a relative who lives in Cloverdale." And mind you, Cloverdale is a small town in Sonoma County with about 8,500 people. That's not very many people. It is not very many people. And it turns out that, yes, uh, Angela Halstead, Puzzle Girl, her aunt, Mary Ziegenhagen, lives in Cloverdale. And that, that's a is, great name. It is a great <laughs> name. Uh, Mary Ziegenhagen uh, lives in Cloverdale. I met her one of the first times I came, and she... To, to the town, and she showed me around town. That's awesome. Isn't that bizarre, though? That's, it's amazing how strange connections just sort of lead to, lead to wonderful, wonderful new stories. So while I have not seen Puzzle Girl in a, in a, since the last ACPT I went to, I have uh, spent time with her mother, her uh, uncle, and her aunt. I, that's... That's awesome. I think it's great. <laughs> that's, that's great. You're speechless. Uh, I am speechless. I, I have to say, I'm kind of speechless about your whole movie theater adventure. I just think it's yeah, terrific. It, it, it uh, you know, so I was in, we were, I was in school for film studies, and I really wanted to do something in film studies or film, and it looked like the road that I was going down was going to take a way long, and I was almost forty at that point. Yeah. And uh, so. Um, this opportunity came up, and so we, we took it. So I, I still 
much to my chagrin, I still have not graduated uh, college in any way, shape, or form. But that might happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. You could try to just take I, a couple of classes here and there. It's There's not a lot of time right now, but no. um, at, at, at some point. But, but we are just 80 miles north of San Francisco, and I know that there are a lot of... Uh, crossword people in san francisco sure uh uh uh, uh there's a tournament andrea in san francisco andrea carla michaels oh does she have a nickname not yet uh tyler hinman insert kick-ass nickname here now there's there's uh, a way to really stick it to andrea because like you put those back to back like <laughs> she doesn't have a nickname and his nickname is self-referential about that he has one like that's just kind of mean <laughs> uh Dan Fair, winner of the C division, winner of the B division, winner of Lollapuzula two, winner of the A division, 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 winner of the A division. I was following that along on the page as you read that. Jeremy Horwitz of the Jets, also in San Francisco. A lot of West Coast puzzle people. And then there's the the tournament that's in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Isn't there a Bay Area crossword tournament? There is. There is. I, I, I don't, don't know who puts it on, though. I don't either. I was going to say it was Elisa Grossman, but that's she does the Los Angeles one. Yeah, she does the Los Angeles one. I don't know anything about California. I, they're not next to each other, are they? San Francisco and L.A., they're... Well, uh, cosmically, they're next to each other. I mean, they're more next to each other than, like, Cloverdale and Syracuse. Yes. Okay. Yes. We, you and I are currently, like, 3,000 miles away. Something like that. The internet Something. is amazing. It is amazing. Wow. I can see your, your picture here. There are, there are books behind you. There are books behind me. I have a cat behind me. You have a cat behind you, and, and it looks like some clouds. Yeah. We haven't, we're leasing this house, and, and we haven't painted the cloud room yet. Ah, I see. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's where I am now. And this movie theater, So, what sort of things are you showing there? Is it first runs? Well, is it art films? It, is it, it, is is. it porn? Like, what is it that you're showing there? We're trying to be a uh, a crossover, so we're doing a mostly first run commercial porn. stuff. It's first run mostly porn, first right? run porn. Okay. Um, uh, this weekend we've opened Furious Seven, mm. which is the seventh uh, Fast and Furious movie. Yes, I uh, I read on the social media that you were furiously and fastly trying to watch the first six before opening yes. night of number seven. Yes, I, I did not accomplish that. Oh. I, I I'm actually through the first five. Yeah. Um, so I close. Would say that I am. I'm, I'm going to watch six tonight and then probably watch seven tomorrow. But nice. it's done very well. Oh, that's good. It's, uh, it's, it's done very well. And those, the movies are actually quite good. I've never it's seen any all of them. them. I had never seen any of them either. The first one is actually very good. And it's the mostly Vin were... Diesel drives cars, right? Is that what happens? More or less. Okay. More or less, yes. I mean, I really, I really don't know anything else besides that Vin Diesel drives cars. They're, they're, they're actually kind of enjoyable. Okay. But we're also showing a, a movie this uh, weekend called Kumiku, the Treasure Hunter, okay. which is a small movie about a Japanese woman who thinks uh, Fargo, the movie, is real, because at the beginning of Fargo it says based on a true story, even uh-huh. though it's not really based on a true story. And she travels from Japan to North Dakota to find the, the, the money that Steve Buscemi buried in the snow. I see. Yes. Does she uh, succeed? Well, I don't want to give it away. Oh, okay. Everybody should come up to Cloverdale to watch the movie. Great. Do you have any kinds of discounts on popcorn? For for what? What do you mean discounts on for, popcorn? For me. 
popcorn at popcorn at movie theaters is always ridiculously expensive. Our popcorn is not that expensive, and the soda as well. Like I've heard now, maybe you can you can say this is true or not that movie theaters make all their money on concessions and make very little money on the actual tickets. I will say this: we uh, the margins are much better on concessions than on tickets. You already have impressed me with your business savvy because you use <laughs> words like margins. Like, you know what that means. That's very impressive. Uh, well, on, on each ticket, we only... we If somebody uh, buys a $9 ticket, which is our top ticket price, we will only keep uh, about $4 of that $9. Okay. The rest of the money goes back to whatever studio has uh, has produced the movie. Okay. Now, what Whereas about a, on a tub of popcorn? Uh, well, on a tub of popcorn, we can buy a 35-pound bag of popcorn for about $30. Okay. And that popcorn, that one 35-pound bag of popcorn, pops up into endless bags of popcorn. <laughs> that Each of which uh, you sell for $5 or something. Well, our, our large is $6. $6. So, so if you can that, sell 100 $6 bags of popcorn, that's... Six hundred dollars, right? On then you paid thirty for the kernels. Yes, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good margin. That is a good margin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm learning about how to run a movie theater from you right now. <laughs> you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I could do this uh, someday. I, I and and I believe that the entire movie industry is all is all based on popcorn. If if popcorn didn't exist and was not as profitable as it as it is, then the whole industry would be completely different. I I don't know if I agree. I'm sure, or I'll at least you know say yes. But to me, popcorn is amazing as a food. Like it's it, so easy it to is. make. It's so easy to buy. It's so inexpensive, and it's so delicious. So it's you know I mean they say that things like you know quinoa and kale are the superfoods of the world. I think popcorn. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. It's terrific. I agree with you. It is terrific. So thank thank you to Popcorn. Indeed. And thank you to Mr. Redenbacher. Do you do you buy uh, Redenbacher popcorn? Is we do buy Orville Redenbacher popcorn. That's what you sell at your theater? That is what we sell. And is that also what you make at home? I do not. I no longer make popcorn at home. <laughs> no, you don't need to, I imagine. <laughs> the very idea of making popcorn at home <laughs> sends a shudder through my spine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we make popcorn at home. I mean, we don't have a theater, so we make popcorn at right. home. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. For uh, me, the the very idea of of I don't know going out to see a musical sometimes makes me shudder <laughs> since I spend day and night doing nothing but talking about yeah. musicals. So what now? Why is that? It seems like the thing that a person does for a living makes them hate that thing in their regular life. Well, I, Why is that? I definitely don't hate it. I, I, I don't. I actually really like musicals. But if, I mean, something like going to see a play, for example, or going to a movie or eating popcorn, like these are things that are diversions from oh. our daily grind, aren't they? Right. Like I enjoy popcorn as a nice, like, oh, it's the end of the day. I'm going to watch TV and eat a bowl of popcorn. Right. You know, or I'm going to go and see a play as entertainment to escape the... You know the, the the snow or whatever it is that I'm dealing with, but I don't want to go see a musical. That's not an escape because that's what I do all day. You know, you just be thinking about how they're doing it. Usually, yeah. So when I go yeah. see a musical, I end up seeing it almost academically because I don't know any other way to to take it in. 
So I'm more likely to go see The Fast and the Furious or something like that because it's so unlike what I do all day. Well, I think you'd find that it's a little bit more similar than you might think. Well, I know that there is similarity, of course, and, you know, performed entertainment, and then there's music going on, and, you know, the I cars like are kind of like dances. And but. I, I would like to see somebody come up with a chart of, of Furious 7 on one end, Pippin on the other end, and uh, a chart of their similarities. Okay. I, I, chal- at- I challenge you, viewers at home, help us out with this. <laughs> help us out with that, and I want to see at the end how they sort of merge into one thing. Okay. All right. That's that's the challenge. It sounds like a good challenge. Well, and and I agree with you. I mean, I I've gone to other movie theaters since we opened and and eaten other popcorn and I do my my concentration is all about oh is this popcorn better than ours? Is it worse than ours? How can we make it more like this? Yeah. Or I'm glad we don't have it like this at all. These seats are more comfortable than ours. Sure. And on and on and on. Yeah. So that's a good point. It's inevitable. So, so I look for different escapist routes. Uh, I, yes. I don't use musicals. You don't use popcorn. Uh, that's, no. I think I think that's normal. Is I, it? I validate that choice. <laughs> Great. Uh, and now, uh, so that's where I am now. And yep. now Franklin, where is he? Well, we fired him midway through oh, episode right. 136. We fired him. Right. Um, and I think he's sailing uh, around the world. I think he's circumnavigating. I think he might be. But I think he's doing it the other way. Oh, yeah. It's going to take longer, I think, that way. I think it does take longer. It probably does. I hope he has enough food. I know he likes his sandwiches. He does. He really does like his sandwiches. How long can a sandwich keep? It probably depends what what is in the sandwich. Um, Probably. You know, and how many deckers it is. (laughs) How many deckers it might be. (laughs) Would you you salt it to preserve... Uh, you can salt, I mean, you can salt meats to preserve them. I don't think that would work so much with vegetables, right? Because salt draws out the water, and vegetables are mostly water. So I think you'd end up with kind of like shriveled nothing. Well, is it, but when you have a, like a pack of ramen, and there's those little vegetables in it, they've been shriveled, they've been dehydrated. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there is, of course, ramen is a great source of vegetable nutrient, there's a there's a lot of vegetable going on in a packet of ramen. Well, there's a whole packet that says vegetable. I know, it. I know. I mean, it's at least like a gram of you know carrot bits or something. <laughs> so there's there's well, a lot there. You, once you rehydrate them, yeah. with water. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, then you wind up with vegetables. That's how you do right. it. That's how I get my vegetables. Is I take. I mean, I don't eat the noodles in ramen because those are ridiculously high in sodium and fat, but. I just save all the little vegetable packets and uh, make a salad. Well, if you go to Sam's Club, you can buy like you know 120 ramens at once for you know, right. four dollars or something. It's the best way. Sam's is awesome. Buying in bulk is the way to go. And uh-huh. uh, and then I just take the the vegetable packets and I just put them all together in one big bowl. I add boiling water and and kind of you know and then they grow like those toys. You know that <laughs> you add water and they turn into a seahorse or something. I mean, the vegetables don't turn into a seahorse. The, the toys do. I'm drawing right. a parallel. You are. You are drawing a parallel. Yeah. Isn't a seahorse both a male and a female? It's something like that. I think seahorses decide, like, as they're about to mate, which, which one uh-huh. they're going to be or something like that. And the male carries the eggs, I think. Really? Yeah, like, like carries them around. Like, like the female deposits the eggs into the male's pouch or something. And then maybe it's because seahorses can change gender, can't they? Yeah, that's what I, I th- I've can. heard something about the, yeah. Nature finds a way, isn't that? That's Nature what they say in Jurassic Park. Nature finds that a way. That is what they say, yes. Yeah. 
That Jurassic and, World coming out uh, later this year. Is it going to be any good? I, you know, the previews look pretty good. The sequels to Jurassic Park, though, were so terrible. Well, The Lost World wasn't great, but I like Jurassic Park 3. I don't know. I thought they were pretty awful. Well, they're not as good as the first one. No. But they never are. Some sequels are better than the, than the first ones. I mean, Empire Maybe Strikes Back is better than Star Wars. Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1. I like Godfather 1 better, I think. Oh, okay. Actually, I thought some of the later Harry Potter movies were better than the earlier ones. I've only seen the first one. Yeah. We, we did a Harry Potter-thon a year uh-huh. ago or something and watched all eight of them in like three days. How'd that uh, go? Uh, it, was, it was fine. I, you know, some of these like movie sagas that have so many parts to them, I just don't have the brain uh-huh. space to absorb all of the characters <laughs> and the information. And so I get to the end and I'm like, it was like one big episode and I only remember little bits here and there. Right. I, I, I can't they, distinguish. How did they know when they cast the first one that those kids were going to continue to be good looking? Well, I think they were wrong. Daniel Radcliffe? Ugh. Well, I mean, he's... He looked like a cute little boy in the first one, and then he grew up into a troll. A troll? He's a troll! I I don't think he's a troll. Come on, he's short, and he has this little squashed face, and... Oh, I think he's kind of troll-like. Oh, I didn't... I I didn't get that. You know, the other two, I think, grew up well. Uh, uh, Rupert Grint and Emma... Emma Watson? Emma Watson. Is that her last name? Yes. Um... You know, so they grew up well and did well in those movies. And uh, I, my favorite of the growing ups was, I can't remember the actor's name, but the one who played Neville. Neville Longbottom is the character. I can't think of the actor's uh-huh. name now. But uh, so he's like this nerdy little schnooky guy when he's 10 or something. And then by uh-huh. the end of it, like he's actually, you know, he's kind of handsome. He's big guy and, and like, and he is like a warrior in the last one and helps fight the Voldemort or whoever it is. Is he a redhead? No, 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 he's not a redhead. He has brown hair, dark brown hair. Oh, God, you sound very disappointed when I asked that question. Oh, redheads are fun. I, 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 I'm not saying they're not, but there's a redhead who was in Dom, the... Domnal Gleeson. Oh. He I... was in the Harry Potters. Oh, I don't know. Rupert Grint was in, he's a redhead. He played Yeah, the I know, he's a redhead. And all, yes. of, his, uh, all of his family. I mean, probably Rupert Grint's family, but the Ron's family, they're all redheads, too. He's got those twin brothers and then, like, four other brothers and a sister. I, I haven't read the books. And he's got a mom and a dad. And I, the Weasleys. They're called the Weasleys. I... <laughs> <laughs> Harry so anyway, Potter spoilers. Where... There you go. <laughs> that's where Franklin is now. He's circumnavigating the globe. The wrong way. With, with the wrong way. With a salty sandwich. With salty sandwiches. Oh, I think that's the name of his boat. <laughs> the salty sandwich. <laughs> that's a so great name him, for a boat. You see him, let him know. Oh my god, that would be a great name for a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited right. by that. Uh, that is the uh, very popular segment, Where Are They Now? Yes, we were uh, going to go back to Agendum 4. Agendum 4, the ACPT wrap-up. Yeah, so uh, were you there? No. Were you there? No. So I think that's no. pretty much it. There we go. We're done. We, we, neither of us were there. No. But it sounded like it was a great time. We were following yeah. it on, uh, what do you call it? The Social media. Yep. Um, I did the puzzles online. You have not done the puzzles yet. No, I've not. I'm, I'm, I'm very behind on my, on my puzzles. I've stopped trying to catch up, and I just do whatever I can whenever I can. 
Um, well, but I, I want to do them, so no spoilers, please. I, I, there will be no spoilers, but I will say that uh, I, I did, I did them online. I uh, did, I got two 100% correct, and uh, the last ACPT I was at, that's, that's not the right way to say that. The last AC, ACPT at which I was. Uh, that sounds right. The last ACPT at which I was. At which I was. Sure. I solved puzzle five correctly. Oh, did you? I got a hundred percent, and with like a minute to spare. I was wow. very excited. That's impressive. This time I did not do that. Um, it was uh, constructed, this year's Puzzle 5 was constructed by Jeff Chen. Oh. And I must I must shout out to Jeff. Jeff Chen, I feel like in the time that we've been off the air, has has uh, has grown in the puzzle world. Yeah, he was he waiting has, for us to leave. And, and, now, and, he was. and now he's he a star. He was taking over that space. Yeah. He is, uh, he now runs Expert Info. Yep. He's taken over for Jim Horn. Yep. Uh, Jim uh, Horn uh, puzzle nickname. Yeah, I don't know if Jim Horn had a nickname. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's the inventor of Free Cell. I mean, that I is. He is the inventor that. of Free Cell. Yeah. So he's probably um, on a beach somewhere. Right, with Bill Gates and playing Free Cell. That's what they do. Uh, so, yeah, and, and Jeff Chen is, is um, published in the New York Times often. He is. He is. Often. Yeah, he sometimes has... alone, sometimes with his wife Jill. Mm. Uh, they are uh, co-constructors on many of the puzzles. Oh. And and also just a shout out, um, I met him for the first time at the last ACPT two years ago ah. um, in Brooklyn. I met him in that in that room where yeah. everybody gathers. I wonder if that's and, did I meet him then? I mean, I was there. I talked to him then. I think but I think you did meet him. Maybe and that's when I met him too. He said he wanted to meet us because we have done this thing and then I, I this was kind of when we were just about starting the like the idea of the movie theater uh-huh. and and he said oh well uh, you know I, I'd love to help you out in any kind of way that I can any kind of advice and uh, I really took him up on that yeah so I he- took him up no, nobody. No, this is a warning to everybody. Don't. Nobody should ask me if they, if, if I, if I need their help, because I definitely take you up on it. Um, and Jeff Chen for the next two or three months uh, answered endless emails and endless phone calls, and uh, really was instrumental in um, helping us open the movie theater. I don't think we would have op- been able to open it without his help, quite frankly. So. Um, Anytime I see Jeff Chen's uh, name in a byline, or now with Puzzle 5, I'm very excited, because he's uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jeff Chen did Puzzle 5. I won't say right. anything about it, except I did not finish it No. Uh, in the time allotted. Um, puzzle 1, we should talk about briefly for a reason. Um, yeah, Dan Fair solved Puzzle 1 in under two minutes, and that's, under a, two that's, minutes. A tournament, that's an ACPT first, and I people seem like to think it's a tournament first. first. It's, That's an Earth first. Well, I mean, people do that. Dan frequently solves puzzles in under two minutes. Uh, By hand? Well, I don't know. He posts all those times on his Dan Does Not Blog blog, and there seem to be how, a lot, but those how, maybe are across light times. I, I, I mean, I'm being 100% serious with this. I could not fill in the squares with puzzle with the answer grid next to me. I do not feel I could fill them in in no. two minutes. Yeah, I, I really don't think I could. I, probably not. Probably not. There is in um, wordplay in the movie. Doesn't Al Sanders uh, do a he puzzle on paper in under two, or does it in like two oh one? No, he tries to. Oh, yeah, and he and it's he just over two minutes. Yeah, it's something yeah. like it's just over two minutes. 
But anyway, uh, that's unbelievable. I, you know, when I when I saw that pop up on you know, Twitter or Facebook or wherever I saw it, I just thought, what an awesome like start to the tournament. I mean, obviously awesome for Dan, but what a fun story because nobody would really expect that to happen because it's never happened. And right. so Dan, who's already the front runner, comes in and after one puzzle, and nobody thinks puzzle one, you just assume all the experts tie at three minutes, right? And then Dan comes in and gets the two-minute score and, right. and so he's al- already, already has the a bigger advantage than he even needs to win the tournament. It's just right. an amazing step one. And to uh, uh, fast forward here, he did win the tournament. He did. He Barely. Won, yeah, by half a second over half Tyler Hinman. Half a Hinman. second. Have you watched that video? You not, yeah, you should see that video. Oh, That's pretty ridiculous. It is ridiculous. He, it is. It is. Um, he finished, he raised his hand, and then Tyler Hinman raised his hand a half a second later. Unbelievable. Uh, it was unbelievable. Now, I, have you watched the video again only to watch Howard Barkin? Because, <laughs> like, in the same video, there's Howard Barkin just, like, casually going on with the puzzle, solving, <laughs> solving, solving. You know, Howard, poor Howard Barkin, who's such a wonderful solver, such a wonderful guy, and just hasn't been able to avoid Dan Fayer showing up to the tournament. You know, well, he's always up has. there, and, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Howard Barkin is, is unbelievable. He yeah. solves... Knower puzzles. of all things. He's the knower of all things. He is, he is the knower of all things, and he knows a lot, and he... he I would love to be able to solve as fast as, as uh, Howard yeah. Barkin. Uh, so that was the A division, and right. then the B division. The B division. The B division. The B division was won by Andrew Feist. 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 So this was, we texted this to each other. <laughs> Over the course of a day. I really kind of wondered how long that was going to go. I, was, I wondered as well. I wasn't ready to be the one to stop. <laughs> I assumed that you would appreciate the comedy of continuing to do that, perhaps forever. Forever. If we never had anything else to text about, <laughs> we would have continued texting Feist back and forth still we today would've. and probably for yes. eons to come. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is fantastic news. Um, love Andrew Feist. Yeah. So happy that he won B. And that is, uh, winning B is, no, is nothing to sneeze at. No, oh my God, B is great. B is is unbelievable. Yeah. This, Winning, of course, means, means that he's in A division now. Right. Well, in fact, any of the B finalists. So, like, the worst thing you can yeah. do is, like, finish second in B. Because that, right. Because then you then didn't you, win, and now you're in A, which is, right. so it's over. So, good good for Andrew. Good Indeed. for Feist. And uh, the, the C division was won by David Steinberg, who, you know, is, seems to be a real hot up-and-coming he is. puzzle guy, right? He, he has his regular blog and does the whole pre-Shortsian puzzle project and yes, all of that and stuff. He's not the comedian. The comedian David Steinberg? The comedian David Steinberg. I'm not familiar with the comedian David Steinberg, but I don't well, think this, so. This David Steinberg is an 18-year-old who's about to go to college. Okay, so I don't think he's the, the comedian. I don't think so, but I don't know. No. I've only talked to David Steinberg once, and it was at like a big group meal so I didn't even really talk to him that much, but he didn't tell any jokes. Okay. So he's not funny. Well, he wasn't at that breakfast. Uh, he might okay. be. I don't hang out with him, so I, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and the winner of the E Division, the, the carrier on of our crowns. Yes, John Morgan. Uh, John won, Morgan. John Morgan finished 211th overall and won yes. the E Division. Um, won the e- 
Which means that he is now qualified to either host a podcast or a right. tournament. He could, yes. he could run Lollapazoola now. He could. Because now yes. all three people who have ever run Lollapazoola have been E-Division winners. All E-Division winners. Yep. That, that, that I still have to say, as I look back on the podcast, that is probably my number one most awesome thing that happened. The you fact winning that we the E-Division? No, that we won it back-to-back. Oh, yeah. In back-to-back years. I know. Who could have thought something like that could possibly happen? I know. It's, the, yeah. If you had started first. mapping out possible storylines for, po- <laughs> for a fictional podcast, maybe somebody would have conceived of the ridiculous idea of, like, oh, well, maybe the hosts, like, win some award somewhere and validate themselves as crossword people. Except this isn't fictional. Like, it actually no. happens. That's kind of It amazing. actually happened, yeah. and it happened in back-to-back years. I very know. bizarre. Very. All right, so that's the uh, the ACPT wrap up. Yep. Um, then our agenda number five update on Lollapazoola. So now, La- I I, yeah. I I have retired from uh, hosting Lollapazoola. Yes, and organizing you have. Lollapazoola. Yes, you have. You you were there for Lollapazoola's one, two, and three. Yes. And then after three, you retired, and uh-huh. we relocated from Queens to Manhattan. Yes. And uh, the immensely talented and skilled Patrick Blindauer took over, uh, stepped into your shoes as a and co-host. He relocated also. Patrick relocated. He moved from New York City to St. Louis. Uh, mm-hmm. He and his wife uh, live in St. Louis now. Yes. And uh, so Patrick stepped in to co-host Lollapazoola and uh, has just been an amazing uh, member of that team, does a lot of uh, the puzzle editing and the you know things like, you know, things that I would personally suck at, uh, which is a, a great... Uh, a great help. And, uh, yeah, and he just brings a wonderful life. He's also a theater person, and he's a musical theater person, so he and I have very similar sensibilities about things, and that makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he just seems to be a, a good a good person. I mean, I, I don't mean to take anything at all away from you. You were an excellent no, no, uh, not at all. co-host. And, um, but the idea of, you know, who could possibly step in and do something that Ryan Heck did so well... <laughs> Well, who no, could but, do something? But, but really, <laughs> like, in the crossword world, who am I going to find who has the kind of showmanship and charisma that you have? Um, right, sure. You know, and Patrick really brings that, which is fantastic. It's fantastic. And um, I'm, I'm always happy to see how uh, it grows every year. Yeah. Oh, man, um, it's the last few years we have, we have almost exceeded capacity in this uh, meeting room at All Souls Church, which is at 79th and Lex in Manhattan on the Upper East Side. Um, but we're still going back there for what will be our fifth year at that location. It's Lollapazoola 8 on 8-8. Eight, eight. So the numbers have worked out very well this year. Lollapazoola 8 on 8-8. Eight, eight. That is, uh, 8 is a uh, lucky number in the Asia of China. Oh, is it really? Well, That's then... why the Chinese Olympics started on August 8th in 2008. Oh, well. Well, how about that? We should invite China to come to Lollapazoola this year. <laughs> so, China, if you're listening, uh, or or uh, any of you who had sent us viewer mail, uh, come to Lollapazoola eight. It's on eight eight, which is a great date because it uh, it works in both America and Europe. Eight eight. It's a reversible date, right? Because in Europe they do the day first and then the month. They do the day first, yes. But here it works both ways, so it's uh, so it's like so a on good that raincoat. Date, there will be no confusion. Nope. Like nope. A, like a, Good raincoat. Yeah, it's like a good Which raincoat. Which also works in, that also works in, in, in England, where it rains a lot. Yes, perfect. So, yes. excellent, excellent analogy. Well done. <laughs> I think it was your analogy. Uh, nevertheless, I, just, I applaud you. Thank you. 
So uh, Lala Pozocho. Yeah, we're calling it Lala uh, Pozocho. Will be Saturday, August eighth. I think Saturday that might be that might have been that might have been Tony's invention. My wife Tony Carrington. That might have been her invention, Lala Pozocho. It, it certainly sounds like the kind of thing she would say. It does sound. Like uh, but yes, it's on a Saturday, August eighth, which is a Saturday in August, and uh, you can register for it now. It's available if you go to bemoresmarter.com. You can um, there's a PayPal button there. You can register. A single player costs thirty dollars. Uh, a pair is one entry of sixty dollars. It's the equivalent of two people, but just enter once as a pair. Um, you can join us for the optional pizza festivities that follow Lollapazoola uh, for an additional five dollars. So thirty-five if you're single, seventy if you're a pair, and you will be placed into either the expert division or the local division based on previous standings at either the ACPT or at Lollapazoola. And we will try not to screw that up this year. We screwed that up last year <laughs> and um, denied some people prizes. And uh, things were not not very well done. So we, <laughs> we are going to aim to fix that this year. We apologize, Angela Halstead and Jeffrey Schwartz of the Jets and, and maybe somebody else. Um, so we're going to try to fix that down the road. And, uh, oh, also, if you can't come to New York City on August 8th, then uh, you can play at home. And so for $10, we will send you a PDF of all the puzzles, and you can join us uh, remotely and secretly and privately uh, <laughs> after the tournament is done for the at-home division. And the at-home division, uh, I, you know what? I wish I could remember who the reigning champion of the at-home division was. It might be Ann Erdman. It might be David Sounds... Plotkin. I think it Both might be David sound. Plotkin. I can't remember. I'd have to. We have a Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah, who, yeah. Who, who developed the Wikipedia page? I have no idea. I don't have <laughs> any idea who developed the Wikipedia page. I couldn't possibly speak to that. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh no, Trip Payne is the reigning uh, at-home division winner. Ann Erdman won the at-home division of Lollapazoola four. David Plotkin won five and six, and Trip Payne won. Uh, seven. So yes, and the, and the reigning Express Division champion is John Delphin, Vassar, class of 1978. 76. Oh, nice. 87. 91. What year did you graduate from college? Mike Nothnagel, what year did John Delphin graduate from Vassar? By the way, Mike Nothnagel, a uh, 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 pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle and the Oracle, I do not believe, since we have been off the air, that he has he has constructed one Friday puzzle that has uh, appeared in the New York Times. Really, you have expert info up so. there. Go look at his expert info profile. Uh, um, Jeff Chen, where's the search bar? I I I, I don't. You where do I find it? the constructors? I don't know, but I just Googled expert info Nothnagel. Uh-huh. And now I'm looking at his profile. So when was the last puzzle that he that was in the New York Times? Uh his last Friday well his last oh my god. Wait, his last New York Times puzzle period apparently was in two thousand twelve. He hasn't been published since two thousand twelve? Yeah. It's been a while. Well it was a Friday puzzle. Was it? Yeah, it was also on pot smoking day, four twenty. <laughs> Do you know why that's pot smoking day? Yeah, well isn't there something I actually about don't know. I think it has something to do with something. I do know. I know that it's pot smoking day, or it's pot smoking it number, or something. I'm a real square. I don't understand why it's pot smoking day, but no, either do I. Uh, all right, so that's Lollapazoola eight. Everybody Lollapazoola should, eight. should come. 
Yes, yeah, Saturday, Great August 8th. Come. Yep, it's going to be awesome. awesome. It's going to be great. Go to BeMoreSmarter.com. Indeed. Okay, skipping ahead to Agenda 7, the Thunder Round. The Thunder Round. Insert uh, uh, sound effect here. So uh, uh, in the ongoing, since we're talking about the Thunder Round and, of course, the God of Thor, the God of Thor, the Thor, <laughs> the, the God, God of Thunder. The God of Thor. <laughs> we uh, we must revisit very quickly the stick versus cane uh, debate. Right. Uh, there has been new evidence. Ah, um, please share the new evidence the, with us. The Avengers movie, um, and uh, Thor: The Dark World. That movie, and uh, of course we've we've come across various sticks, and uh, it is still I still maintain uh, it was a stick. I'm pretty sure it was a cane. And uh, so there we, that's where we, we are. we've revisited that. Good, nicely <laughs> okay. done. Revisited. Okay, so the Thunder Round. Monday. Uh, Monday, March 13th, 2011. Mar- Monday, March Ra- 13th, are, aren't we gonna, 2011. We're going to pick up where we left off, right? Okay, yes. So that we so have, this so might be a long... <laughs> get a drink. Uh, we've got 1,484 puzzles to get through. All right, Here so we go. Sunday, March 13th, 2011, by Patrick oh, Berry. Oh, you're right, it's Sunday, not Monday. Oops. It is Sunday. Oh, whoops. Um, so oddly, we're actually not going to do this. No, no. But oddly... Uh, Brian, you noticed that uh, th- we are going to start with, with well, Monday, March 30th. We're going to start with this past week, which was Monday, March 30th. But to just skip ahead, uh, today's puzzle, Easter Sunday, the lower left corner, the answer there is Ox Eyes. And on Sunday, March 13th, the Patrick Berry puzzle from 2011, the lower left corner was Ox Eye, which is kind of which is, random and, and funny. It's- very weird. All right, so Monday, March 30th, 2015, by Bruce Haight. Yeah. Bruce Haight. Bruce Haight. Do you, see his pic- do you see his picture here on X-Word Info? No, I don't have X-Word Info up. I'm just looking at the oh, puzzle. I see. So this was uh, What's, Tell uh, me about geese. his picture, though. Do we need to know about his picture? Well, he's just very um, uh, animated. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. It's about geese. So all of the, the black squares um, represent... Uh, geese yep. that are flying in a, in a, I guess, a V formation. It looks to be a, something of a V formation of sorts. Yes, and then there are there are bird uh, uh, answers. Well, there are there are bird answers, and then there are non-bird answers. Right. I mean, the long well, answers, like there's birds of a feather flock together, clear for takeoff, which isn't really about birds. That's about planes. Um, right. And then there's jury of your peers, and by hook or by crook. Which and don't seem related paper. at all. And wrapping paper. Yes, and wrapping yes. paper. So maybe they... I mean, I don't know that much about geese. Yeah. But... Uh, goose is in the grid. There's goose at 18 across. We've got goose. 18 across has got goose? Doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. It does. But then we also have 28 across, which is gnus. <laughs> right. Uh, no so gnus yeah, so is good gnus with Gary Gnu. This one was, was, was a fine Monday. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, all right. Oh, uh, sorry. Tuesday... <laughs> right? So we do that? Yes. That's, that's when we do that. That's when we do that. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Tuesday, March 31st, 2015, by Gary C. Gary C. Uh, Gary C. What was the theme to this? I'm looking and I don't remember. Verbal this gymnastics. Was... Oh, right. The, all the different, the different uh, things that, that you do in gymnastics. Oh, yes. Onion I see. Rings. Onion rings, laser beam, high horse, high and coffee horse. bars. Yes. Got it. So that was 
also verbal gymnastics. Also laryngitis, um, which is problematic if you want to explore verbal anything. And right. uh, tortellini, and you shouldn't talk with your mouth full. So. There you go. Uh, so this again, sure, it's fine. Okay, next. Wednesday, April first, two thousand fifteen. Um, Sharon Delorme. Wanna... We got it by, Sharon by Sharon Delorme. Delorme. Yeah. It's not Delorme. Uh, maybe it's Delorme. Because it's like be. Meltorme. Yeah, there's no accent over the e, at least not on there the printout. So I don't know. But sure, um, Delorme. Like Matthew wanna... Boisvert. No, who's Boisvert? Alex Boisvert. Alex Matthew Boisvert. Boisvert? Who's Matthew Boisvert? <laughs> Alex's cousin, I'm sure perhaps. there is one. A Matthew Boisvert? Uh, so I don't want to come back here and, and, and uh, be negative, but this was not good. You didn't like this? I did not. I didn't like this theme. It was, it was I, I felt. But yeah, but it was just, it's, it's like, okay, so the, 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 the clue is put her there, pal. And then the answer is joy buzzer. Yeah. And that, that to me is not enjoyable. That, that is like, that is, has all the, the enjoyment of explaining a joke to someone. Well, but that's, that's, that's the prank that follows a, a misleading put her there, pal. That's the prank that follows it? Right, because you reach not... out your hand, you say, put her there, pal, and then they get zapped by the joy buzzer. Uh-huh. Right? And then here we have, here, have a drink. That's what you would say to somebody to lure them into the false sense of security of I, this beverage. Just... And then it's a dribble glass. Right. But I, I feel like the presentation of this, of, it's like, here, have a drink. And then I, I just picture somebody saying, dribble glass. So you didn't like this puzzle. You didn't like April 1st. I just, I just think it was, it was, it just was like explaining the joke. Yeah. I, okay. I feel like, I think people are, on April 1st, I think you're looking for something a little bit more uh, creative. Okay. I, I was think. a little surprised that there wasn't, like, that the puzzle wasn't a trick. Right. The puzzle had no trick to it. It was just about tricks. Right. So that was disappointing. I wonder I if maybe some of your disappointment is because you are afraid of people pranking you. I think that might be it. I think that might be it. You you have that fear, don't you? I do. Prankophobia. Do, do you not? Um, no, I do too. I always think people are plotting <laughs> against me. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Thursday. Hey, it's my April. turn. Hey, 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 it's my turn. Oh, what are sorry, you doing here? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Thursday, April 2nd, 2015 by Joe Krozel, Rhymes with Puzzle, and Timothy Polin. This, um, you know what? I, I, I... I did not like this. I simply did not like this. I, I thought this was... I, I'm sorry, Joe Krozel. I'm sorry, Timothy Polin. I thought this was a bad puzzle. And why, and why is that? Well, I think it's an intriguing idea. And then I think uh -huh. it is not a very good execution. Because okay. So here this grid is very strange, in which the black squares are designed to be in the shape of letters. Right. And it, they appear to be the letters T, H, S, and U... I don't like the graphic layout because they're all different sizes, so it just looks right. very awkward. And then the clues are things like one arrangement of the letters in the grid. Well, right. then the answer, so one across is one arrangement of the letters in the grid, and the answer is cabanas. Well, mm -hmm. cabanas is not an arrangement of letters in the grid. Cabanas is, an, is another word for huts, and huts is a rearrangement of the letters in the grid. Right. So I just, I don't know. And I know they put it in brackets as if to say this is the new clue, so that Huts becomes the clue and Cabanas becomes the answer. And 
I don't know. I, I guess that's fine, but I don't know. It didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me at all. And then all these long answers that season to taste, that's not a crossword mm-hmm. answer. That's just like a thing. All those Listen, against... Isn't a thing? I don't know. National pastime is fine, but season to... It's like... I don't know. I think it's kind of a fake answer. It just doesn't... It, it doesn't strike me as a, a terribly high-quality answer. I don't know. It didn't thrill me. It didn't thrill me. So, I don't know. All right. I, I, was, I was so-so on this. I, I think the, the, the visual uh, aesthetic of the puzzle is quite um, off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just... Uh, when I opened it and it was blank and I was like, what is this? Ugh. And, and all, of course, just... it made me think of the flies puzzle and then the lies puzzle, you remember, from years ago. Yes. The flies and lies and... Mm-hmm. Or was it Lies and Flies? Which was, I, I don't know what remember. it was. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and there were only, there were four very short theme answers, so, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, I, I agree with you. I, 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 I enjoy the idea of it, but perhaps the, um, the execution was not, not, a, uh, not great. Oh, and then some of them I just thought were bizarre, like, like, made one's desire clear, say, is ogled? Well, that's, that 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 you you makes it makes it pretty clear. I don't know. I just don't like what that is. Then, so then you're talking about some creepster who is lusting after someone, and so ogles to make his desire clear. Uh huh. Like, I feel like I'm giving narrative value to the creep, and and I don't <laughs> like that. Right? I feel bad for whoever he's ogling because they're a victim. Uh, and and uh, twenty twenty down movie candy question mark. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like it at first, but then I I got it. I mean, I, I know it's a reference to ET, but it's also actually movie candy. Well, I think that's why it gets the question mark because it, it it works two ways. It's kind of like so on Chopped when they prepare fish two ways, and that like makes it special. Well, you never want to prepare it two ways because then they're going to judge you each separately. Yeah, but sometimes it's impressive to prepare it two ways because you only get. 30 minutes and like right. if you can make you know sushi and like swordfish steak who would want swordfish sushi that's a horrible example but you understand what I'm saying no I understand what you're saying but if one of those uh, uh, dishes is not good then you get chopped risk versus reward right moving on uh, Friday April 3rd 2015 by Patrick Berry who Pat, yeah, Patrick Berry makes just amazing puzzles, right? He does. He did uh, the Lollapazoola finale last year. He is uh, quite um, the puzzle constructor. Very His skilled. puzzles are very smooth and just always enjoyable yeah. to solve. Yep. Uh, they're nice and, and difficult, but not too difficult. And he's I, just he, This one took me about 20 minutes, I think, maybe, which is pretty good for me for a Friday. And I think at about maybe 16 minutes in, I had 10 answers in the grid. Right. And then somehow in the last four minutes, I got the rest of it. And that's it how it's so bizarre. Are, it was Fine. so bizarre. I, I, they, they sometimes take a little bit of time to break into, but then once yep. you do, it just all sort of falls into place. Yeah. Uh, going, uh, going full circle here, 33 across, Charlize Theron. There she is. By, E.G. by birth, Afrikaner. Indeed. So there you go. Yep, your tickling friend. Uh, 
my tickling friend Charlize. Yeah, Charlize, Indeed. my tickling friend. And we have a nice array of uh, we have a nice array of letters in here because we got X's with final exam and FedExes and uh, stock yeah, exchanges. There was a lot of X's. Um, and then was I'm, this pangram? Uh, no, 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 it wasn't. J, Q, V, and Z are missing. Oh, okay. I, I'm just looking at the puzzle and I don't see a Q, so no. Not a uh, pangram, but... I mean, unless you uh, change Cayuga to Cayuqua and have Quilt going across, I guess you could do that. Oh, well, that's a possibility. You know, if, if you make enough mistakes, any puzzle is a pangram. It really is. I just think that's, that's a nice really way to look at it. for anything. If you make enough mistakes anywhere, it's a pangram. <laughs> like, we had pancakes for breakfast this morning, and if we had messed them up bad enough, pangram Pan- for breakfast, right? There were no cues in my breakfast, though. No. Great puzzle, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Uh, you have to do Saturday because I didn't do it. Saturday, April fourth, two thousand fifteen, by Ned White. Ned White. Ned White. Ned White. This is also missing J, Q, X, and Z. Uh, typical puzzle. I, I don't. I. You know what? I. This is one that I got the the top left corner very quickly. Um, for some reason, I I I got. I, well, I knew three down. Star of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I knew that was Sarah. Yeah, I, that was the first thing I put in because I knew. And that. then somehow I just got back slaps right away, to oh, much okay. much to my surprise. And then the top left fell pretty quickly, and then the rest took me a very very long time. But I, I enjoyed this puzzle. I, I thought it was good. I started this puzzle. I got three or four things in there, and then uh, Oscar showed up and decided he wanted to work on the puzzle. And of course, Oscar's two. And so his way of working on the puzzle was to take a big marker and color all over the page. Right. And so I was no longer able to read any of the clues, which then made solving the puzzle even harder than a normal Saturday ought to be. Because solving a Saturday without the clues <laughs> is definitely difficult. But there, there are some great things. Uh, Ten Down, old sitcom retort, Kiss My Grits. Ah, yes. Uh, 22 Down, one of my favorite clues. Work together closely but covert- covertly. Play footsie. Oh, uh, that's good. That is great. Yeah, when was the uh, last time you played footsie? Um, I believe it was on Martin Luther King Day in 1991. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I actually haven't answered. I mean, I, I know I, 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 know was, I played footsie on that day. For real. I thought you were just being Yo, random. Like, no, no, I didn't know what I, to do with that. I, I wanted I, to I, go with it, but I had no idea. I, I do know I played it on that day. Really? We've, we, a friend, some friends of mine uh, from UCLA, we were on a road trip, and yeah. we were, it was Martin Luther King Day, because we, it was a long weekend, so we took a road trip, and then we ended up going to eat at a Sambo's. I don't know what that uh, is. Well, it used to, it was like a Denny's type thing, but they oh. had an incredibly racist um, mascot. It sounds racist. Yes, it, it, it was, it was, I think, a, I, I, Forgive my ignorance, but I think it, it, it was a, a, a. It was just a very racist. Without getting into way, way too many details, it was a racist mascot. And then we found ourselves. We didn't. We weren't really thinking, and we just found ourselves at a Sambo's on Martin Luther King Day. And then, and then for some reason, uh, my friend Big Max and I started playing footsie under the table. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. I'm looking on Google right now at, at Sambo's. And uh, in, by 2005, there was only one Sambo's remaining. It was in Santa Barbara, California. Yeah, I believe there aren't any. Oh, no, there, there's still Sambo's on the beach in Santa Barbara. Yeah, that's the yeah. last one. Yeah. I, I do not believe they, they have the, the uh, oh, I guess they still do have the, 
the mascot may be. It does. It it, it looks problematic. It, I de- I don't think I want to get too involved. Yeah, we shouldn't get too involved. No. So right. anyway, so that's the answer to the footsie okay. question. Good answer. Good story. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Sunday, April fifth, Easter Sunday, two thousand fifteen, by Tom McCoy. The captain Tom goes McCoy. down with the ship. The captain uh, goes down is... with the ship. So we've got these theme answers that are the names of captains and their ships, and they are all and going down in the. They're all going down. I thought so this like was, this two was down enjoyable. example from classic American literature, uh, Ahab and Pequod. So right. it's the Moby Dick, right? right. And uh, then what do we have? Uh, five we have down. Kirk Enterprise. Kirk and Enterprise. We had Bly and Bounty. We had Nemo, Nemo and Nautilus. Nautilus. Uh, Hook Crunch and Jolly and Roger. I didn't Crunch know his ship was called the Guppy. I didn't know that I either, no but idea. I sort of sussed I, it out. Yeah, I knew Smith and Titanic. And Hook and Jolly Roger, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing Peter Pan. This coming winter, I'm going to do Peter Pan in November and December, so I should know the about musical? Captain Hook. Yes, the musical of Peter Pan. Uh, I saw that when I was a kid with Sandy Duncan. You went on a date with Sandy Duncan when you were a kid? Wow, <laughs> she is a hussy. An awesome, an awesome night. <laughs> I bet. Were you have Did you play a footsie? Were you... <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have a uh, a woman play Peter Pan? Because that has been my experience that a woman always plays. Peter yeah, well, Pan the, the, the musical show. the musical was written for uh, Mary Martin to play right. Peter, and so it has traditionally the the role is written for a woman. The songs are in the in a key for a woman to sing, and so typically that's what's done. Uh, we have not cast our production yet, so I have no idea what we're going to do. I know some productions sometimes explore the idea of using a guy in the part. Why? Um, why? Why is it written for a woman? It is a male. I mean, I, that's fine. Well, but why? You know, I mean, one of the reasons. Well, one of the reasons Mary Martin was, you know, a star at the time, and uh-huh. you know, so it was building a show around her. I suppose. I think one of the reasons, maybe artistically, is that Peter is a boy who has never grown up, and right. so having a man in the part is going to sound like a man, uh-huh. right? And so that's. I mean, the, the the changed voice is like one of the most indicative things of having grown up. So, uh-huh. a, you know, a male voice that has changed, I don't know, that can make it a tough sell. But, you know, so, people do that anyway. So, so in know. the musical theater world, a boy who has not grown up is equivalent to a woman. Uh, I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, at first I just said I think so just to be agreeable, and now I'm actually thinking about it. And I still think so. I, I, I do. In the musical theater world, a boy who has not grown up is kind of a woman. Oh my God! There gonna there could be people listening to this who will hate me. Uh, but there might be. Well, you you're do? not the one who created the show. You're just uh, you're just um, uh, carrying on the tradition. Uh, I guess so. Tradition. <laughs> Different musical. Different musical. Different musical. Uh, uh, celebration. <laughs> celebration. <laughs> um, uh, 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 lifetime. <laughs> it took me a minute to remember that. Uh, well, listen, I have to go. You do have to uh, go. This has I been have... the longest episode ever. We are closing in on it, two it hours. Uh, yes. Are we going to release I, the whole two to... hours? Well, we should probably edit out some of the uh, Oscar part. Okay. Um, but other than that... Uh, sure. All right. We can figure out. So I, I guess we can end it with saying that I, we're, we're not going to be doing this regularly. No. This is not, but, we are not relaunching this podcast. No. I mean, unless I, somebody I, decided, like, what if somebody kickstarted and, like, raised $10,000? Would you do it? 
Sure. Yeah. I do it for money. You do it for money? Yeah. You know, somebody posted a thing. There was, uh, it was on Twitter. I, somebody said a thing about, I think it was maybe when the Dream Hosters uh, site went up. Uh-huh. And somebody said that there was a, a site that people would use to fund podcasts. And maybe it was a per episode thing that people would spend money. And then if we got enough, we'd make an episode. I mean, not we, but one would do that. Right. Um, I don't know. How much is your time worth, Ryan Hecht? <laughs> like, how much do people have to pay you? I don't know. I know I, uh, the podcasts that I listen to are all uh, sponsored by pe- people. Uh, yeah donate money yeah. not that we're asking for people to donate money anyway the 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 but the if you end were of paid the... if this was a job then then sure then you would do it sure yeah totally it's fun enough um, to do for a job yes um so i think at the the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the end of the, the i think the what we're trying to say is that uh this is probably this was probably not the last ever episode but we're not starting to do this regularly again. we're not starting to do this regularly but this was a lot of fun to do a, a it was a lot episode. of episode i can't believe it's been four years i can't believe it either that's that's crazy it, it is and we've both had incredible changes in our lives i, I mean, know our lives are completely different uh, my life is i mean this is not offensive to you but my life is extremely better than it was four years ago <laughs> Why would that be offensive to me? Well, because I'm almost implying that stopping Fill Me In led to my life being better. But I don't think these things are related. I don't think they're related I just didn't either. want maybe you to take are. it that way. Maybe they are. No, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't going to, but now that I think about it, <laughs> I, mean, I might. The last time I stopped doing a podcast with you, I then got a full-time job as a teacher and soon thereafter had a son. Uh, and so, like, that was all pretty amazing. <laughs> so, I had nothing to do with either of those things. I hope you didn't. Actually, that's not true. You did. I think you wrote a letter of recommendation for me for my uh, for my job at Syracuse. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so you did that's have right, something did. to do with one of those. I things. did, and I wrote a rec- letter of recommendation to Tony uh, about for whether your to fatherhood. Let me be a father. <laughs> <laughs> and in spite of your letter, she let me do it yes, anyway. She still let you do it. Wow. Uh, well, yeah. Well, the the stopping on the podcast for me did not directly lead to anything. It took me another couple of years before I moved to Cloverdale and yeah. opened a movie theater. Well, well, but it's awesome but anyway, that great things have happened since then. Yes, great things have happened for both of us. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? It is. It is indeed. It is. Cool. Well, this was a good so, time. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Brian. And thank you to everyone. Thank you to um, uh, Eric Peterson. Thank you to Jeffrey Crosskin Krasnick. Yeah. Anyone else's name you want to say just so they get onto the spreadsheet? <laughs> like, is there anybody you want to give like a, a, a have boost we, to? Is there somebody we haven't mentioned? Amanda Thank Yesnowitz. You to, uh, we didn't talk Sean. about we didn't talk about Amanda Yesnowitz. Oh my God, we did talk about the Amanda unparalleled Yesnowitz. parallel voice engineer, a shining light to us all. Oh my God, we have uh, Amanda Yesnowitz. Let's mention yeah, her. Yeah, but we should mention her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Thank yeah, God. I'm glad you remembered that. I know. Awesome. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go. I think we should conclude this with, uh, let's see, I think it's Zambezi and Oat. Zambezi and Oat, indeed. Zambezi. Is it? Is it Zambezi? I have to pause you for just a moment. Hang on. We, we may have a, I'm, I'm looking to see if we have a visitor. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. Look at him. Hi, Oscar. Hi, Oscar. Can you say hello? Look at this and say hello. 
Hello. <laughs> Can you say hello, Ryan? Yeah, that's Ryan. Hey, hello, Oscar. You see his picture there? Yeah. You can wave to him. Yeah, look, Hi, he Oscar. waves back. Yeah, there's Oscar. Do you like that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Daddy's recording a, a, a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, no, don't take that, please. Don't take that. But uh, what, what could Oscar say for the podcast? What would be good? Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> 